in a giant sea of cool podcasts. You've done it. You found your way to the one and only podcast that kicks the cool to the curb. This is Kick the Cool, and I am your little, little brother, Wopsle. I'm your big sister, Shishi. And I am the biggest little brother, Tone. That's right. And this is, of course, the <laughs> podcast that gives you the reviews you didn't know you needed. Especially lately, we've been so many reviews per episode. I got to think. Oh, man. People are just like coming here ready to learn. Ready to learn. Ready to yell at us mm-hmm. with their opinions that we can't hear. Ha ha. <laughs> ready to disagree so <laughs> harshly and adamantly. <laughs> Well, well, it's a good thing we don't actually do anything of substance on this show because then when people yelled into the void, they would actually get frustrated. But you, I don't think you can really get frustrated when you're like, "Big tubes, no!" <laughs> Your take on mailboxes was completely wrong. Completely wrong. I thought Beavis and Butthead was just okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Hey guys, I had a bit of a flashback today. So I want to take you guys with me on that. Let me hit you with this. What about trash trucks? Mm-hmm. How about trash trucks? When's the last time you guys watched? <laughs> I threw you for a loop, Tone. <laughs> When's the last time you guys watched a trash truck? Watched one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like do its thing. So I feel like I watch the trash truck do its thing regularly. I mean, I can't specifically yeah, so I. point to it, but yeah. <laughs> so I think <laughs> I think Tone is quiet now because he dreams about trash trucks every night and he just didn't want to admit it. Um, I, as far as trash trucks go, <laughs> I haven't been <laughs> I haven't I haven't had the pleasure of seeing one in a long time do its thing. Now I've seen them driving around, but that doesn't mean they're actually doing any work. And I don't think they are. You're not sure that they're doing anything. No, I don't. As a matter of fact, I'm almost sure they aren't Uh, because we have like in my apartment complex, we have a giant trash bin out by the, uh, by the road. Yeah. And supposedly the trash truck comes and, picks it up every week Uh or whatever. And, but then we also have a guy who lives in these apartments that goes uh, dumpster diving in that dumpster. Uh So I think he's just taking it all out. (laughs) And uh, I don't think the trash trucks are actually doing anything. What's his name? Uh, You might be onto something. Is his name Todd? (laughs) No. I was hoping it was Todd. I don't know his name. It's probably Todd. Let's say that. (laughs) Right. So it could it could be Todd instead of a trash truck. I'm not sure that I have a Todd in my neighborhood. I think it's usually the truck itself around here. Oh. Doing its thing. But I can't speak for where you live. It may be different in different places, you know? I, I feel like so maybe I'm alone in this. I feel like watching a trash truck. And I've got the one that's got the little arm that goes out to the side, you know, and Mm -hmm. picks it up and dumps it in the top. Mm -hmm. I think that that's the closest to watching a dinosaur that we get to do. (laughs) I like that idea. It's kind of dinosaur adjacent. Do you guys feel like a a trash truck might be dinosaur adjacent? Totally. Sure. I get more of a Transformers thing going on. I don't know why. (laughs) I I do like that. I think think that all trash trucks are actually Transformers. 
Oh, but maybe they transform into a dinosaur. Oh, that's See? yeah. There's always that. Well, mine does. Yours does. Okay. So you guys doesn't doesn't transform into a dinosaur. I well, I've never seen it doing its thing, so maybe it does. <laughs> that's what I meant. Its thing meant transform right. into a dinosaur. Oh. <laughs> Eat your trash. <laughs> well, now hold. On. I got a question. I got a question. Okay. Okay. So. So you asked, when was the last time you watched a trash truck do its thing? Now, and then we later find out that is, that means transforming to a dinosaur. Right. But what I got to ask is this. Wopsle, last time you sat and watched a trash truck do its thing, what was the situation? Because I, I'm i hoping you did not see the entire exchange. Because other that would mean that you were like spying on them. Like, what were you doing where you were able to see the, this whole this whole interplay? I'm not sure what you're asking. I was just sitting drinking my coffee, looking out my front window, uh -huh. just watching the trash truck do its oh. thing. So you were just sitting. Isn't that weird, though? I'm just going to sit here and watch them. I think it's fun to watch them. Yeah, I watch it's them, really dude. Every week I watch them. Okay. You don't feel like you're, you know... Being kind of a weirdo in any way because you're spying on the trash people. <laughs> it's not about the people. I can say categorically, <laughs> right? It's about the truck. It's about the truck. <laughs> no, I can say with I can say definitively. So trash uh, trash day is Monday around here where I live, and I can say without a doubt that uh, that's the least weird thing I do most Mondays. <laughs> <laughs> that tracks. That tracks. Well. It starts. It starts with watching the trash truck do its thing, and then it just gets weirder from there. I love it. <laughs> Our trash truck is the one with one with the arm that goes up over the top. But don't you kind of miss uh -huh. the older fashioned ones that we had more of when we were kids? And that is the ones that you they went and threw the trash in the back, and the compactor kind of uh -huh. squishes it down. I was always fascinated by watching it squish. The trash down and what all stuff didn't get squished and like coming out the sides. Uh -huh. I could have watched that. Like, a how's lot. it going to squish that? Yeah. yeah. But right. Tony, is that weird? You would test it. You would. You would. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. I think that's way less weird because that's actually fascinating. It's not. You know. Gosh. Because because like because what you do is you test the trash truck. You're like, okay, are they going to be able to squish this? Mm. I don't think so. And so you put that in the trash on purpose. It's like sticking out the top of the can, and you're like, they're not even going to try to put this in there. And then they do, and you're like, oh, they messed up. And then it squishes it. And you're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I did love it so much. I, I think I was a pretty weird little kid. We've established that. But I would hear the trash truck down the street. And it, to me, it's almost as if it was the ice cream truck. I would hop on my bike and, like, tear off down the street after them. <laughs> But the thing about trash truck, by design, it stops every, you know, 10 feet, 15 feet. Yeah. Right. And so I'd catch up with them so fast. And then there's these guys just trying to do their job. Now, that tone was definitely the definition of creepy. Because I don't even ride anymore. I'm just sitting on my stationary bike behind them, watching them load the trash over and over. And then they'd go to the next, and I'd move forward 10 feet and watch them do it again. I used to do that all over town, dude. <laughs> So. I just, I I just know that whenever I'm working, I don't like people just watching me work. You know, so. just an eleven year old kid on his bike, just like sitting there next to you, 
watching you type away on the computer, not saying anything. <laughs> if if I was in that position, I would have been like, "Hey, kid, you want to come closer and look at it? Do you want to know how it works? You know, do you want to pull the lever?" I would, and they didn't say anything to you. I mean, no, I think they just wished I wasn't there so hard that like I barely was in their in their <laughs> consciousness, you know. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh man. Well, I don't know. I feel like I really do feel like I have a strange fascination with trash trucks, and so I'm I'm going to keep on watching them, and they're just going to have to deal with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dare you to get on your bike tomorrow and follow the trash truck down the road? You can take your copy with you. Yeah. You know what's worse than an 11-year-old following behind you watching <laughs> is a 38-year-old following behind you watching. Drinking a cup of coffee on his bike. Yep. As with most of our things on this show that we say we're going to do, and then we do it and follow up with it later, I will uh, do that and follow up with it later. Right. Oh, can't, can't wait for that. Yeah, we yeah. always do follow up. So Yeah, we always do come back later and yes. follow up. All right, well, hey, we're going to get to our reviews, the reason why the paying people came to see this podcast. Um, we, we've uh, recently started where we start every episode. The first review, of course, is a listener suggestion. So, Shishi, you're up first. Uh, what have you brought for us? Well, we had a great response on Facebook from our call for ideas, and TJ threw us a, a bunch. And so I decided to, to do one of TJ's uh TV game shows was the suggestion. And oh, since Don yes. uh, yeah. I almost said since Donald Trump died, but I meant to say since Alex Trebek died, <laughs> I almost caused a <laughs> well, fervor. Since hmm. Alex Trebek died this week, I thought we, we should do TV game shows. That was a really good suggestion. So mm -hmm. let's get your first yeah. impressions of TV game shows. What do you think, Tom? You know, for me, oh man, for me, like, Right now, the game show that I think is winning the game, winning everything, it's got Mr. Wayne Brady at the helm. All right. Oh. You, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Let's make a deal. It's back, baby. It's back. It's been back for like 20 mm -hmm. years now. Wayne Brady's been <laughs> yeah. doing that show. And it's it's hilarious. Oh, it makes me so uncomfortable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We have already established that you like to live there, and I want to stay as far away as possible from uncomfortable. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, yeah. whenever I think of game shows, the, the the thing that comes to mind is being sick from school and having to stay home, or like when you're a little kid, right? And you, you think it's going to be awesome, but like there's nothing on TV all day. Yeah. You're just like, price is right. Here I am. I'm in it to win it. And uh, <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, and then Jeopardy's going to come on later and somewhere in there, there's going to be like a Maury Povich situation. And so I think about <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, being stuck at home while you're sick. That's what game shows mean to me. Well, I will point out that if you're sick at home as a kid today, you probably have a lot more options, including just the Internet. So kids are never These bored. kids got it so easy. Right? I mean, there's no reason not to stay home. You know, we, they, they should uh, right. just play hooky every day and they'd have it made. When we stayed home, it was a real sacrifice. Like we had to really be sick because you weren't mm -hmm. watching or having fun or watching any, you know, I don't know. Game shows are fun. I do like game shows. Did you guys ever lie and try to stay home? And then by about like 915, you were like, this is a bad decision. <laughs> I actually did. I feel like I did that. Yeah, I did that too. I was like, I remember one only once I remember going, hey, mom. 
I think I'm. I can go back to school. I can go to school. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> Feel better. Like, and I couldn't believe my mouth was saying those <laughs> words, betraying my my soul. But she, she was like, "But you just had a hundred and fifteen fever because <laughs> you would like put it up against the light bulb or whatever." <laughs> right. Yep. I just heard you puke in the bathroom, though. <laughs> yeah, I got it all out. Yeah. Hey, but that happens sometimes. Sometimes you just got to get it out. It does. And then you're fine. I don't know. I would call someone a crazy person if they were like, oh, yeah, you know, I I felt better. So I went back. I went to school. What? Do you not own a Nintendo entertainment system? You don't own any movies on DVD. Is that really what you're telling me? You don't have Netflix, huh? Okay. I was thinking, you know, it's so sad for these kids now during during coronavirus times that if they stay home and are sick, well, they were going to stay home anyway and school uh-huh. from home, right? right. So yes. it's almost it's almost not even the same yep. thing. So uh, we know your favorite game show, and that is Let's Make a Deal. So WAP, so what is, what do you, do you have a favorite yeah. game show? Do you have one that you think was the pinnacle and none will ever come close? You know, I do, but, but it's not an old one. It's a new one. Um, and so I, I feel like it's, if, you know, nostalgia wins, right? It should be something like Whammo. Was that a game? I think so. <laughs> Whammo is the best game ever. Um, oh yeah. I remember Whammo. But, uh, Whammo. but in the least, the least cool way, I got to say, I love the wall. You guys ever watch The Wall? Oh, with the big balls that come down? Is that the one? Yep. Where it goes, they uh-huh. go in the holes. And Chris, and they oh, get I've them. seen that. Yeah, yeah, I like that show. That's a great show. That yeah. Chris Hardwick hosts. So, yeah. It's a pretty good show. I like that one quite a bit. There are just so many different types. I mean, we have, you know, like trivia shows like Jeopardy. Right. And then you have the big grandiose ones like The Wall. And, you know, like, uh, would American Ninja Warrior be a game show? Probably not. I don't know. What is that? What? I don't think I don't think so because only because normal people are not competing. Normal people don't go on Jeopardy either. Those people train. <laughs> that's true. They're pretty wild. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's actually a really good point. I mean, yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna withdraw American Ninja Warrior because it's not it's not game show in the format that we think of a game yeah, show. That's a good way to put it. There, there's there's a way that we know that we're thinking about a game show. There's mm-hmm. probably a podium. <laughs> probably a buzzer or a wheel. Yeah. And I think you got yourself a game show. Sure. <laughs> hey, well, okay. So here is uh, the one that I've watched more of than any other game show. And that is Wheel of Fortune. Wheel of Fortune. It comes on at dinner time, And I don't get that mm-hmm. channel anymore because I don't have cable. Uh, and I just have a little dinky antenna. But when I did have it, we watched Wheel of Fortune every single day now will of fortune is different for me because it is the only one that i and maybe everyone feels this way (laughs) but it is the only one that i feel like i'm really good at this i can do this (laughs) i think everyone feels that way probably i was gonna say it's the only one where i have a chance like jeopardy i do love jeopardy but y'all i know less than three percent I don't even understand the question that they're asking. Like, am I supposed to be guessing That's a name right. or a year? I don't know. <laughs> right. like, I yeah. feel so stupid with Jeopardy. Yeah, it's really but Wheel hard. of Fortune, if I know if I know the answer a split second before the person on there, I yell it out and I run around the house mm-hmm. in a victory pose. 
<laughs> so I'm with you, Tone. It's the only one I feel like I'm good at. I think the, the whole world feels that way. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. Sometimes I watch that, like, they must weed out the smart people, because I, I would have totally, I would have solved this already. <laughs> Right. Hey, you have to admit, right. it's got to be real different when you are in that environment looking at that board and there's Vanna, you know, and there's Pat and there's these two uh-huh. yahoos on either side of you. They don't have any more of a clue than you do. And you got to make decisions. I bet it's hard. I would, I would, I would croak. I would never, I would never even try out for any game shows because I know if I did make it on there, I would freeze up and just embarrass myself. But you guys go for it. Right. I would uh, mm-hmm. I would know that I would never make, make it on air because the whatever game show I was playing, my episode would be scrapped <laughs> because I would ruin it in the first you minute. Would ru- it would be so right bad on. that they couldn't even put, yeah. they couldn't continue. Like, this is it. We're, it. we're done for the day. You've ruined all of the games. You've ruined. Yeah, the director's like really ticked off at you. He's like. Oh, great. That's great. I thought you were a professional. I can't work like this. Tone, what do you rate game shows? I think I'm going to rate game shows. Wheel of Fish. Two Wheels of Fish. As brought to us by the movie UHF and Weird Al Yankovic. Okay. Okay. Oh, wow. So solid rating. Yeah. Uh, Wopsle. <laughs> well, now, Tone, you're making me want to rate it something along the lines of pig and a poke from <laughs> from right. National Lampoons. But um, instead, I've got to rate it potent potables. Oh. <laughs> I rate... I rate them potent potables. We didn't even talk about Alex Trebek, guys. <laughs> no, well, it was just inspired by him. So, R.I.P. Um, R.I.P. All right, basis covered. Proceed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you we said covered so, it. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, I'm I'm gonna have to rate game shows. You are the weakest link. Goodbye. Goodbye. Oh, that's back two right now. Yep. Mm-hmm. Man. Oh, yep. man. All right. Well, everybody, go watch some game shows. I think we gave you lots of direction as to which ones to uh, watch <laughs> and which ones to avoid. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you, TJ, for your submission. That really is timely. And, uh, yeah. man, I love game shows. It's so good. They're all so good. Thanks, Thanks TJ. Thanks, TJ. Um, Tone, you're up next. What do you brought for us to review today? You know, today, I really think that we should review the, uh, something that's going to help the most people, which is tickling. Oh, <laughs> buddy. Wopsle, what's your, what are your first thoughts about tickling? <laughs> Man, I think you guys did a number on me growing up because I hate it so <laughs> bad. Like, I'm hurting and cringing and Sorry, angry Wop. right now. <laughs> because I'm sorry, I think Wopsle. tickling is supposed to be kind of fun, but it is only torture if you ask me about tickling. Oh man, it's bad. I think it is actually torture. Like I think that it is classified as torture, but it's just funny torture. So it's okay. <laughs> it's fun torture. <laughs> funny torture. I don't know that those words have ever been said. <laughs> It's not like waterboarding. 
<laughs> not that kind of torture. It's like waterboarding, but not way fun- but way funnier. Way funnier. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if they tickled you while they were waterboarding you, it would be better experience. It would be better or worse. Actually, I'm, uh, yeah, I think Wopsle. I think for Wopsle, it'd be worse. <laughs> Adding insult to injury, literally. I think it might only be better because the waterboarding would make it better than just the tickling. Right. Well, when I was uh, younger and skinnier, I was very extremely ticklish. I think you get, you know, you're more ticklish on your bony points. Yeah. You know, like in your ribs. And um, I am not really that ticklish anymore at all. Like, I don't know what happened. I don't know if I just got enough padding or if I'm just not surprised by anything uh, because I'm dead inside. And I don't know. (laughs) Well, no, you bring up a good point, Shishi. You bring up a good point, the whole surprise element, because I did some, I did a little bit of research on this topic. (gasps) I know. And it said, uh, Wikipedia said that there, there have been a lot of studies on tickling and tickling guys has a way deeper, um, like history than you would think as for, as just as an example, Aristotle. Aristotle, guys, actually asked, why can't we tickle ourselves? Okay. Right. So yeah. this this goes back a ways. Um, folks, folks be tickling back a long time ago. Um, but 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 so I read the Wikipedia and these studies said that people are 78%, something like that, less likely to feel tickled if they know where the tickling is going to be. Like what, you know, the area that is going to be tickled next, Mm -hmm. they don't get tickled by it if they Mm -hmm. know in advance. So surprise, they said, is a key element of getting tickled. Well, here's here's something about that. What about when you are going up to a little kid and the anticipation of getting tickled and you just, they start laughing before you ever touch them and they, they feel it. They already Mm -hmm. feel it. Yep. You're right. You're exactly right. But maybe that's it because, I mean, the last time someone tickled me, I knew where it was coming from and it was just like bouncing off. You know, it was just like whatever. But that's that's so like a, a really bad joke or, or a, a really good joke, not landing actually, is, uh, <laughs> you know, like you go to tickle someone and they just look at you. That's uh-huh. like so say, disheartening. I've, I've been there for yeah. you. Have you ever done that yeah. where like you're really trying to get somebody? <laughs> And they're kind of not ticklish, yeah. just looking at you. There's nothing more awkward because you're like, no. so my hand, awkward. My hand is doing like an upside down squid in your armpit now, and like that's the that's the situation. But no one's laughing. <laughs> it's just so weird. And I'm and I'm immediately no. sorry. <laughs> now you're just a weirdo with your hand in someone's armpit. <laughs> right. <laughs> How do you gracefully back out of there? <laughs> You don't you know? say nice you knowing you're sorry. Withdraw your squid. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, you, that's you the word. Gracefully. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that I, Wopsle, I have a very similar take on tickling as you do, and I'm even going to take it a step further. That uh, I just want ever. I, I want to put this out into the world right now, and I want everyone to know this is my disclaimer. I cannot be held responsible. For what will happen if you try to tickle me? Because somebody's probably going to get hit. I, and I can't help it. It's not, I mean, I'm literally not responsible. I can't stop it. I'm going to take a defensive 
stance, I'm going to probably hit you. <laughs> oh man, tickling. And what sucks about you know what sucks about tickling too is when you're getting tickled, especially like you're you're a six year old kid, and your you know 19 year old uncle is tickling you, and you're laughing, but deep inside you're dying. But yes. your 19 year old yes. uncle assumes everything. This is the greatest day of this kid's life. Look at how hard they're laughing. Look at they how. love it. <laughs> yes. And then, so not only does that one time suck because you can't stop laughing and it just hurts and sucks so bad. Then guess what? Every time that uncle comes over, it's tickle time. They just get right to right. it. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So right. And you know what, though? I have to say that I think if. If uh, if someone goes overboard with the kid like that, and the kid learns that they can't trust that person, because if I'm sure that that the kid is saying, "Please stop, please stop, please stop," or "Don't, don't, don't," and if that guy is still doing it, that's because he has a cruel streak and he likes torturing people. Mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. my that's my take. Yeah. Sorry, did I bring it down? Did I bring it down? Okay, well, sorry. Well, maybe, <laughs> make it funny, make it funny. But while we're here, hey, quick shout out to Uncle Sammy, because you guys have to remember <laughs> the time I hid from him under my bed when he came over. Oh, no, I don't remember In the that. little house, in the little house, kind of on the south end of Prague, uh, he came over to the house one time, and I knew he was going to tickle me. And Sammy's pretty strong, dude. He's got a lot of muscles, got a lot of, like... Like uh, yeah. his hands were pretty tough and his tickles, no matter how mm-hmm. soft he was being hurt so bad. And I hid yeah, under the bed hurt. and yes. cried for an hour yeah. until he left. <laughs> shout out, shout out, Sam shout Sammy. Out. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Uncle Sammy. You're really one of my favorites now. But boy, that that there was a time period where I was not going to be around you. Yeah. The the you will do whatever you have to do to avoid the tickler. Mm-hmm. Yes. At least I will. <laughs> All right, well, so what do you rate tickling? I don't know how we didn't cover this, but I'm going to rate tickling coochie coochie coo. <laughs> Why do we say that while we're tickling? What in the world does that mean? Coochie coochie coo. Coochie coochie coo. Oh, coochie coochie coo. So you're really jugging in there with your tongue in between the ribs. Coochie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, see, you got me. (sighs) Shishi, what do you Uh, rate? What What do you rate tickling? I have to rate tickling five little piggies. Wee, 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 all the way home. The best. That is the classic. Somehow, usually when someone would start that over, I'd be like, this time, I bet they're not going to get my pinky toe. I bet that last little piggy's going to do something (laughs) much more like normal this time. Okay, first one still went to market. That's okay. It's a good place for him to be. Second one stayed home. Okay, that that toe feels fine. Stayed home, yeah. Yeah. I think that's the only acceptable way to tickle, though, really, because you give them plenty of warning. They can get up and walk away if they want to. They know what's coming. And it's just a short little thing, and then it's over. Right? Yeah. You know what I can't... Well, I will say that there is one acceptable tickling that I loved growing up, and it was the 10 needles in your back. Dang it, that oh. was my rating, Wopsle. You can't. <laughs> I was going to do that cut rating. <laughs> cut it out. I rate. 
That was my. I was so happy that I finally found a rating. I almost did that one myself. Oh, no. You guys have taken my rating twice now, three times. I just, it's a record. I just got my rating stolen three times before I ever got to try. And part of that is because I think tickling, like, Within a family, like we all know, tin needles in your back, right? Like we all know, piggies because we all did piggies. So, like, right. I feel like families like got that the DNA of what tickling is in their family probably pretty strong. Yes, yes, that's right. Yeah. Anyway. Well, I'm gonna rate. I'm gonna rate tickling. Tight squeeze, cool breeze. Now you got the willies. <laughs> <laughs> Ten needles in your back, the, the blood, blood running, running down. down. <laughs> One more thing about that. Yes. That's obviously an old thing. Are people making up new of those? Like, what's the most recently done? Like, this little piggy went to market. Ten needles in your back. Oh, okay. Yeah, or ten needles in your back. Like, is there someone right now that's like counting iPods and like it's your ribs, but you're like swiping iPod? Swiping your iPod open. (laughs) (laughs) Answering the phone call. (laughs) Well, Wopsle, I got to ask this. With your young children, do you do do this little piggy? (laughs) You wouldn't be surprised to learn that in our house, we treat our children the same way you would treat, like, your father-in-law. Like, mostly with respect. (laughs) (laughs) And... You know, fear, a little bit of fear, a little bit of fear, a lot of respect. No, I often think, would I do this to my father-in-law? And, you know, my father-in-law just happens to be six, eight and very fun, but somewhat of a serious guy. So it's like, would I give him a coochie coochie coo? I mean, maybe for a million dollars, but no less than that. So therefore we we don't do it to our kids either. (laughs) So Joby would flip out if you said, this little piggy went to market. She would have no idea. First of all, she'd have no idea what was about to happen. Nope. And then second of all, when it did happen, she would probably look at you like, how dare you? Right. Oh, I'm so doing that. The next time I come over, I got I to gotta get a hold of those piggies. It would be so out of left field. I think she, she loves stories. So she would be enthralled by the story. And I think she would be upset at the lack of closure. <laughs> each of the piggies storylines closure is the wee 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 is the, he went home he went home yeah but i mean what happened to these people eating roast beef i mean that's their whole story there's gotta be more stories and even than worse that. than that the guy that just got none his whole story arc is he didn't get any roast beef <laughs> he didn't get it suck it <laughs> suck it that's pig. a great story arc <laughs> suck it pig <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were going to go many more episodes before we said suck a pig. <laughs> I didn't know it was going to happen. Hey, so we take the opportunities when they come. Yeah. <laughs> 30 something feels about right for that. I think that's. We've... All right. Well, good talk, Tony. That's a good topic, Tony. Yeah, good, good job. We, uh, We're going to finish out this week with a review that isn't a listener's suggestion, but it it could have been, and it it would have been. It almost could be by probably a lot of our listeners. Um, I wanted to review today Foo Fighters. 
Okay. 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 Here's what's a little bit interesting is I know, so I was thinking like Matt Mitchell would have definitely suggested that we review the Foo Fighters. Um, yes. But, you know, I don't want it to approach like we're not a music review show. So I just want to talk more about like, well, whatever, whatever, whatever you fancy to talk about Foo Fighters. I just want to talk about it for a little bit. So she, what do you think? I mean, what do you think about Foo Fighters? Can we start with the obvious and what is Foo? Can someone explain what is Foo? What are they fighting in? It's a great question. What is the foo? So uh, the or the original thing was talking about uh, unidentified objects that air that uh, pilots that airplane pilots see in mm. the in the sky, and they don't know what they are. So isn't mm-hmm. that right, Wopsle? I mean, I'm, I'll go with you there, but I don't know that that's right. I think you might be thinking of UFO. Oh <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, <laughs> no, uh, I'm no. enthralled. Foo Fighters. That's where it came from. Because it was like it was an it was a UFO, but they didn't want to call it a UFO. Yeah, something like that. In case they're listening. In case the UFOs are listening. <laughs> yeah, because you know they are. Uh, cool. Okay, well, Tony, what do you think? In maybe more of a general sense of what what is what is, what do you think about Foo Fighters? The term Foo Fighter was used by Allied aircraft pilots during World War II to describe various UFOs or mysterious aerial phenomena seen in the skies over both the European and Pacific theaters of operations. Hey, guys, before we did this review, I made a list of all the things I wanted to talk about when it comes to Foo Fighters, and this was one million. <laughs> on it. This was one millionth on that list. <laughs> Turnabout's fair play. <laughs> I've never done you this do to, to me, you. I do to you. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I uh, it was very interesting. I I did too. I did too. And so, yeah, that's what I think about when I think about Foo Fighters. Is I think about the original meaning and uh, not the band. (laughs) 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 So, do with that what you will, Mister Wopsle. Okay, you've come around. You've made a believer out of me. That's pretty good. (laughs) 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 Well. I think a couple. One of the things that I think about Foo Fighters is the the Foo Fighters is this. I think it's pretty universally accepted that the Foo Fighters is a, it's a pretty rocking band, and Dave Grohl is like a rocking dude, mm-hmm. right? Right, right. Mm-hmm. But what I love, what I personally am comforted by the Foo Fighters is, is like they're totally rocking and totally serious, but then they also like joke around and don't take themselves too seriously. Like remember on that very first Ooh. album, the the song Big Me, it's like. Pretty yeah. weird and silly. Like, think about if Metallica. Yeah, think about if Metallica had tried to release Big Me. Everyone would have been like, "This is not okay." Like, Metallica is too not serious, cool too all. hardcore. They can't joke around, right? But Dave Grohl gets to totally joke around, but also be so rocking. How does he pull that off? No, this is this is a great question. He has that good personality, though. Could you see mm-hmm. uh, what's the guy in Metallica? What's his name? Could you James see? Hetfield. I mean, he's just yeah. James Hetfield is just so rugged and like serious, and he's always got the scowl between his eyebrows, mm. you know. And he's just like, Arr. Dave Grohl's never like that. He's just like, have fun, love everybody, you know, jumping up yeah. and down like a puppy dog. He's <laughs> right. He's just yeah. got a great personality. Well, and that's it's so funny. I like the that you bring this up because. Uh, in in during World War Two, they so they would see these aerial phenomena. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, w- what I was really going to say is, I w- one of our one of our cousins one time said to me, "So Dave Grohl is the 
like basically the should be the representative for rock and roll, right? Like he is he encompasses everything that rock and roll should be. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a good way to put it. And I said, I don't think so, because for my rock and rollers, I really like them to have a problem. That's where the greatest music comes from, is those guys who really have a have a have some issues. Guys mm-hmm. like, you know, Jimi Hendrix and you know, all the all the people basically who have died <laughs> right. um or have been have been totally <laughs> totally on something. You know, like these are the guys I need my rock and rollers to be a little bit upset. And Dave Grohl is never upset. <laughs> you need grit. Can I take you guys on a quick little journey? Do you guys know who Ryan is from Ryan's World on YouTube? No. No. You guys aren't familiar no. with Ryan at all? No. Oh, nope. what a great place you guys must live. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, it's... Should I go I, look him up? I can't even... <laughs> I don't even know how to explain who Ryan is. He's just... He's this YouTube guy that everyone who has kids under 10 knows way more than they wish that oh. they did. Now he's got... No, I have seen a video of this guy. He's got this, this empire. He makes, like... Tens and tens of millions of dollars every single year off his YouTube channel, and he's six. So he's brilliant, but it's just like, it's the worst. <laughs> Follow me here. He's got this show, and it's called Ryan's Mystery Playdate. And he's got to play all these little games, okay. and, and it's, it's on Nickelodeon. He's got to play all these games, and then he gets a uh, he gets a, a clue in the hint-a-ma-jig, and he has to take it to the fluidizer or something. And once he unlocks all these clues, then never it's, it's like, oh, hey, some... You know, eight-year-old BMX rider is here. So then you learn about BMX kind of deal. So the clues are leading you to the BMX guy. A couple of episodes ago, I'm watching it. And the first clue is a guitar. The second clue is a microphone. Mm. The third clue is musical notes. And then the worst show that Nickelodeon has ever produced. It's called Ryan's Mystery Playdate. And it sucks the life out of everyone that watches it. He puts his hintamajig <laughs> in the thingamamizer, and Dave Grohl walks out, and he's like, "What up, Dave Grohl's here to party!" <laughs> and Dave Grohl is on Ryan's no. mystery playdate on purpose. No, it's so, wow! It's like you said, totally. does that kid know? He's so. I mean, his parents did because his parents are on the show too, and his dad was like, "Oh, this is awesome!" And Ryan's like, "Oh, hey, hey, David Grohl, what are you doing hey, here, guy?" Yeah. David Grohl. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> but so like I love that he was on there and it was cool. And so my kids, I'm like, hey, this guy's awesome. And they're like, not that impressed. But like you said, Tone, like your mm-hmm. rock and roll guys have to have a bit of a persona. And I'm not sure that being on Ryan's mystery play day is gonna fit with that. <laughs> right. <laughs> not at all, man. You, yeah. That's not gonna work. Chris Cornell is not gonna be able to walk in and be real happy and cheery about Ryan's mystery play date. Yeah. But I do love that he did it. I love that he doesn't take himself too seriously. I do too. I love that about him. And I, you know, maybe that's what the future of rock and roll needs to be. I need to change my definition. <laughs> maybe. But you know, maybe the reason why he does, maybe the spectrum just needs to be widened because he went on Mr. Ryan's mystery play date. But remember also whenever he like shattered his leg and broke it so bad in the middle of a concert. And then just straight up put it in a stint and went out and finished the concert sitting in a chair, like rocking so hard. Like that's rock and roll. So hardcore. For me, rock, the better ones just are the ones that rock the hardest. 
They don't have to have, I mean, I'm not interested in that person himself. I'm interested in what he brings to the stage and his music. And he rocks just as hard as any of those mean guys. He rocks really hard. That's true. Can't take that away from him. But I think that, I think that persona is a little bit of a thing. And you're, you're, I'm just telling you, if you watch him on Ryan's mystery play date, and then you go listen to one of his rocking songs, I think you're going to lose a little bit. I honestly do. I think that you're going to lose just a little bit of that. Yeah, he's mad. No, he's not mm. mad. I, he, he, that dude doesn't know how to get mad. He just rode tricycles with Ryan <laughs> through a slime puddle. Why does he need yeah. to? <laughs> Why does he need to be mad? Sometimes in rock and roll, rock and roll, you want you want it to get you fired up, right? Well, you can you can be fired up without being angry about it. Sometimes you want to get angry. Ask Rage Against the Machine. <laughs> they would never go on Ryan's Playhouse thing. No, exactly. That's fine. That's fine. They don't need to. They do I their thing. I think I like plenty of hard rock bands, but how about this? Ryan's Mystery Playdate and all, I would rather hang out with Dave Grohl than anyone from Metallica, than anyone from any you know, yeah. any of these hard rock bands. Like I want to hang out mm-hmm. with, with Dave. And yeah. and that's that's due to his approachability, and he you know doesn't take himself too seriously. I would be so intimidated that Ozzy Osbourne was gonna like think that I was an idiot or realize <laughs> that I'm an idiot. <laughs> Whereas, I'm sorry, wait, no, 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 Ozzy Osbourne, it, he's the one that doesn't take himself <laughs> <Right>. too seriously. <laughs> he started that, so maybe so. I think he tries. I think he means to. He accidentally. He tries to. Right, he tries to. Yes. Yeah, so that's why I don't take him seriously because he's trying to and he can't. Dave Grohl doesn't even try. Yeah, right. So that's why I like him. <laughs> but I love Ozzy. Uh, yeah, Ozzy, come on the show. Too. It's fine. Well, I just think you know. Again, the, the individual songs, whatever you know, are good. Uh, most of them, and then the fact that Dave recorded that whole first album doing every single instrument on it was so epic and cool. I think. Um, oh yes, and then totally. the, the fact that like it's just the rockinest music, and also there's just some fun music. Remember the music video for Big Me? Keep on harping on that. Yeah. But remember it was like the Mentos commercial, like the yeah, it was least, a Mentos commercial, the least hard rock thing that has like MTV had on at the time, but it was yet this rockinest dude. Yeah, I think it, it was on the same time as that song. Uh, I'll stick around. I think they were both on <laughs> yeah. the on t- MTV at the same time, and I'll stick around. He's like screaming the whole song, <laughs> yeah. and then that was like do 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 Mentos. <laughs> oh man, well, yeah, I think I think Foo Fighters is good for the world. That's what I think. So let's let's give these ratings. People come here because they wanted to know if they should listen to the band Foo Fighters. So let's right. give them the ratings that they came for. Shishi, what do you rate the Foo Fighters? Guys, listen. You know how bad my memory is. I ca- I'm looking at a list of their songs. I can't remember any of the tunes. I can't remember any of the lyrics. So I can't do anything funny. Okay? I can't do okay. a Like, I'm saying that all the other things that I did were funny. This one's not going to be funny. Oh, a change. I see. <laughs> a real departure. From I just, I'm going to go... As opposed <laughs> to your usual rapier wit. <laughs> so I'm just going to go with, uh, I'm going to rate Foo Fighters 8 out of 10 stars. That's, yeah, hey. that's fair. Because I love them. I love them. I love them. I just I can't too. remember, remember, remember anything about them. <laughs> well, 
that's one of my like issues that I have with them is they don't have that many, in my opinion, they don't have that many great songs. Like I would think that they've been around this long. They would have more songs that I would, that would stick in my craw and that I would be like, Oh, well, definitely that one. You got to go with that. Right. So, but I do very, I very highly value what Dave Grohl brings to the table. And I think he might be the future of hard rock and what we're going to be seeing from from rock and roll, heavy rock and roll from now on. So I'm going to give Foo Fighters, the Foo Fighters, uh, two Area 51s. Wait, no, 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 no. That's different. That's the other thing. Um, I'm going to go. I'm going to give the Foo Fighters eight out of ten. The Freshmakers. <laughs> All right. If you don't know what that is, kids, go look it up. Um, y'all, this is wild. Big Me came out twenty five years ago. Right now. Hello, hello. So no, these kids don't know what you just did, Tone. <laughs> they don't have a clue what you're reading. No, they have no idea. All right. Well, I am going to listen. I'm really big on Foo Fighters. I think you're right, Tone. I think today's younger generation they can't take like the hard. They can't take them seriously if you're so hardcore and serious and angry and angsty. That's kind of a little bit of a Gen right. X thing and not necessarily of a new thing. So I think right. they need their rock stars <laughs> yeah. to be a little more playful. So I think you're right. I think mm-hmm. he's right there. Um, but but I'm here for it. I'm going to I'm going to rate. I'm going to rate Foo Fighters the best of you. That hurts so bad. But <laughs> <laughs> I have to applaud for you there. <laughs> we died. Oh, he killed himself. He ca- I was gonna oh, say we killed him, but we, he did it to himself. <laughs> yeah, let me call Amy oh, real man. quick. Yeah, <laughs> that wasn't even a good uh, impression of him. That was, but, oh, that hurts yeah, so Amy? bad. <laughs> that was hey, me think, doing Grover last week. <laughs> I think he's dead, Amy. <laughs> No, you don't need to go up there. He's already dead. I'm gonna do the confession. I'm your fool. No, he's back alive, Amy. Don't worry. Is someone getting okay, out? Okay, later. <laughs> oh, no. He did it again. Well, so stop. It's okay. You don't have to do it. <laughs> Let's get off the call. I'll do it after the call. I'll figure it out after the call. <laughs> oh. Oh. You are hurting me. You're hurting I both of us. I am in vicarious pain. <laughs> okay. <sighs> okay. I should have rated. Even... I should. I should have rated Foo Fighters. I drop it down an octave when I sing it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it's gotta be. Oh gosh, it's gotta be kind of screamy. It doesn't have the same ring to it. <laughs> I've got another confession to make. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like somebody else. Okay, hey, I've got to get out of here because my throat <clears throat> isn't going to take it much longer. But uh, thanks for listening this week to Kick the Cool. We're so glad you spent this time with us. Um, I'll just remind you right off the bat that we would love to have your submissions. So DM us on whatever platform you get on social media on um, or send us an email at reviews at kick.cool and let us know something you could be the next person we feature just like tj was this episode we'd love to hear from you thank you tj again thank you tj uh we also want to thank the band bugs for letting us use the song reviews as our theme song it's from their album self-help 
go buy their albums and please go like their Facebook page. Thank you, Bugs. And then hop on over to Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram and follow Kick the Cool. Yeah. Come Get in us. on that. Get in there. Come on. All right. Hey, I've got another confession to make. I'm Wop. I'm Shishi. And I'm Tone. And we'll see you next week. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Recording. I love it. On the on the clock with the podcast, you're just like. Okay, cool.